today to the Tree of Life Church. And you only come one time as a guest to Tree of Life. After that, we just claim you. We're here for you. We want you to know that you have family, you have friends, you have a partner in living this life and in seeking the face of God. And we're so delighted that you are here. As, as you can see, uh, we enjoy praising the Lord. It's not a ritual, it's not a ceremony, it's not an obligation. We could have been anywhere this morning, but we chose to be in the presence of God, lifting up His holy name. Glory to God in the highest. How many glad you came to church this morning? How many glad you stepped into the place where the power of God will fall? And, and make, sure, make sure not to misunderstand. This is not only emotion. There is some emotion. Well, you better believe there's some emotion. Because when I think of his goodness and all that he's done for me, I'm not going to lie. I get emotional. But what you're feeling is the presence of the Lord. It is the Spirit of God, and we welcome you today and are so grateful that you are here. We do want to say that tonight you are not going to want to miss our Christmas uh, concert, but the tyranny has already announced that we're going to have a wonderful time, our youth and adult uh, program. Uh, it's going to be a wonderful time in the, in the house of the Lord, and so you certainly want to, to be here for that, it, it, and we look forward to a good time in the house of God. We're thankful for each and every person that is here this morning. We're going to look into the word of the Lord. I believe God wants to speak to us. And, and so I'll ask you to turn with me in your Bibles to the book of Psalms. We're going to read from the 55th Psalm. Amen. Psalm 55. Now you might have your Bible on your smartphone. You might, you might have anticipated that there's going to be a Bible up here on the screen. Uh, but there's just something, seemed like there's something spiritual about pages turning. I like, to, I like to listen to the pages of the saints turning. Amen. Psalm 55, and we're going to read from verse 4. You might see yourself in this first verse, and maybe even the verse after that. Verse 4 of Psalm 55, my heart is sore pained within me. And the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me. And horror hath overwhelmed me. And I said, oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away and be at rest. Oh, hallelujah. How many ever said that before? Oh, that I had wings like a dove. For then would I fly away and be at rest. I would like to preach this morning on the, on the subject, Jesus gives you wings. Jesus gives you wings. Glory to God. Could you just lift your hands to him right now again and praise his name and ask his blessing upon the remainder of this service. Lord, we pray that you will in fact bless this time that we have in your presence. We ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that the anointing of God would flow deeply and mightily among us. Help us, I pray, in the name of Jesus, to step into that place, oh God, that place you have prepared for us. I pray, Lord, that you'll cause us to sit together in heavenly places, to know your will and to know your mind and to know your nature and to, and to be made partakers of the divine nature. Help us to be made in your image, oh God thoroughly and completely furnished with good works. We praise you for it and we give you glory. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. And everybody said, in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated this morning in the name of the Lord. God has wings. He just does. He has wings. The scripture describes that the Lord has wings. Psalm 61 says this. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart 
is overwhelmed. We just read that word in our text that we've read from, the word overwhelmed. Anybody ever felt overwhelmed? Anybody feel overwhelmed right now? It's Christmas time. Anybody feel really overwhelmed? He said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Where do you go when you feel overwhelmed? Not just when you feel overwhelmed, but sometimes it is your heart. Your heart is literally overwhelmed. And he said, when I'm overwhelmed, my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. And this is the reason that I ask you to lead me to the rock that is higher than I. This is the reason. For thou hast been a shelter for me. You have been a strong tower from the enemy. I will abide in thy tabernacle for me forever. I will trust in the covert of thy wings. That word covert has to do with a covering. It is a, it is a covering upon us. And, and we trust in the covert or the pr- protection of his wings. In fact, the Bible says in Psalm 63 verse 1, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. To see thy power and thy glory. So as I have seen thee in the sanctuary. Because thy loving kindness is better than life. My lips shall praise thee. Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness. And my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. When I remember thee upon my bed and meditate on thee in the night watches. Because thou hast been my help. Therefore in the shadow of thy wings... Will I rejoice? Of course, Psalm 91, we would would be remiss if we did not turn to Psalm 91 to read more about the wings of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, in Him. Will I trust? Surely, not possibly, not hopefully, not even simply prayerfully, but surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, I wish I could preach on that a little while. The fowler, the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers. You know why he's going to cover you with his feathers? Because God has wings. He shall cover you with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. I'm going to read on because I've already read the verse I wanted to read, but I just feel like declaring this into somebody's life. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, ten thousand at thy right hand, but somebody get a hold of this promise right now. It shall not come nigh thee. Hallelujah. You've been looking at the thousand falling at your side. And you've been looking at the ten thousand falling at your right hand. And you've become intimidated by it. And you have become more of a believer in the statistics than you are in the Psalms. But you need to grab a hold of the promises of God laid out in the songs of Zion that are for the born-again believer in the power of God. And say, Lord, I'm trusting your word. I'm standing upon your promise. And I'm not going to be moved by what the enemy may bring against me. Oh, hallelujah. God has wings. Malachi chapter 4. 
Malachi chapter 4, the very last book in the Old Testament, verse Number one describes further the wings of God. For behold, the day cometh that shall burn as an oven. And all the proud, yea, and all that do wickedly shall be stubble. And the day that cometh shall burn them up, saith the Lord of hosts. That it shall leave them neither root nor branch, but unto you that fear my name. Shall the son of righteousness arise with healing in his wings. Oh, hallelujah. Not only do we trust in the covert of his wings, but there is healing, hallelujah, healing in his wings. Glory to God. How many know there's healings in the wings of God? Glory to God. Some of you may have noticed Brother Marcus Harper did not come in this morning on a walker. He came in on a cane. Just a few years ago, he lost his leg, and the devil told him he'd never be able to walk again. But I'm glad to be able to stand with him today and testify to the healing that is in the wings of our God. Oh, hallelujah. God has wings, and, and, and there are ways that God describes His Spirit, the moving of His Spirit, and, and it involves His wings, and, and, and the Spirit of the Lord is to the flesh a very strange thing, to the flesh of man. The flesh of man finds it difficult, as a matter of fact, impossible to understand the things of the Spirit. The Spirit of the Lord and the operation of the Spirit is completely foreign to the mind, the carnal mind of man. And yet everything around us has spiritual components to it. And, and we must understand the ways, not just of the Spirit as in any spirit, we must understand the ways of the Spirit of Almighty God. We must understand the ways of the Holy Spirit. The Bible describes the operation of the Spirit of God in terms of water. And the Bible describes the operation of the Spirit of God in terms of air. And in terms of wind. It describes this because of the elusive nature of these things. In fact, the Bible says one place that it shall be in you a well. The Spirit shall be in you a well of living water springing up into everlasting life. In another place he said, he that believeth on me, as the scripture hath said, out of his innermost being shall flow rivers of living water. Then it said, this spake he of the Spirit. In the Psalms they would describe, they that go down into deep waters do business in the deep. In one place it said, deep calleth unto deep. At the noise of thy water spouts. It's describing the depth of man's spirit. Calling out to the depth of God's spirit. And a natural illustration of this is the thing we call the deep. It's not just an adjective. It's, it's very much a place and a thing. It is the, the deep. The first reference we have to this word is in Genesis 1 and 2. That the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. It was, it was the deep. Darkness was upon the face of the deep. And, and it is a place. And it is a thing. It, it has to do with places you and I cannot go on our own. And, 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 and that yet God created a particular flesh. He created the flesh of fish. And the flesh of fish are able to go down into those waters. And then there's another place you and I can't go on our own. Our natural flesh has no way of going there. And that is into the air. You and I may want to do it. You may think you can. But don't try it unless you take the necessary ingredients for flying. You don't want to do it on your own. But here God created a particular type of flesh. He said there are different kinds of flesh. There is the flesh of fish. And there is the flesh of fowl. 
and there is the flesh of beast, and there is the flesh of man. That's what Paul said in 1 Corinthians 15. The flesh of man cannot survive in the depths of the water in and of itself. The flesh of man cannot survive in the, in the vast expanses of the air and atmosphere in and of flesh, the flesh of man itself. But God did create a particular kind of flesh that can survive down in the depths of the water, which would be the flesh of fish. But he also created a kind of flesh that can, can navigate, aviate the airways. And this was, of course, the flesh of the fowl. But man looks at both of these wonders and considers to himself, how in the world would I ever be able to plunge into the depths of the ocean? Or how would I ever be able to scale the invisible steps of the sky and find myself able to to somehow aviate the airways? And it is absolutely impossible to your flesh. These realities... Stand as a confirmation to you and to me that there are some places you and I cannot go on our own. There are some places you and I cannot travel. There are some depths we cannot enter. And there are some heights we cannot scale to. This is what water teaches us. And this is what the airways teach us. But there is, ladies and gentlemen, a reflection of the glory of God. In this fish that he created and in this fowl that he created. To teach us that there is a way to navigate these waterways and to aviate these airways. There is a power. There is a force. You can't do it on your own. But there is a way to get to these places. And I want you to know that when I preach to you about the whole counsel of God. I do not preach to you about some kind of a surface thing. I'm preaching to you about deep things. I'm not preaching to you about something you can reach out with your hand and grab tangibly. I'm talking about something that you arrive at spiritually. And you can't get there on your own. There's no way that you in your own mind and in your own body can arrive at these places. But it is important for you to know that they are attainable unto you. I would love to preach to you about the deep things of God and about the high things of God. One place the Bible says it is for us to comprehend with all saints what is the depth of the love of God and what is the height of the love of God. This is a depth to which your flesh cannot travel. This is a depth and a height to which your flesh can never arrive. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the apostle Paul deals with this matter. He said to the church at Corinth, he said, When I came to you, I came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. I was with you in weakness. I was with you in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching, it was not with enticing words of man's wisdom but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. It is so tempting because our world demands the excellency of man's wisdom. It is so tempting to try to explain the things of God in the terms of man's wisdom. The things of God cannot be explained with man's wisdom. These things are explained with the wisdom of Almighty God. You should look around you and see the destruction that has come from man's wisdom. And you should look introspectively at the parts of you that have been derived from the wisdom of man versus the wisdom of God. The things you did that got you into trouble and the things you put into the hands of God that created peace and that created love and that created joy. He said, I did not come to you With the excellency of man's wisdom. But in demonstration of the spirit and power. And here's why. That your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men. But that your faith would stand in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect. Yet not the wisdom of this world. Nor of the princes of this world. That come to naught. 
We speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory. Which none of the princes of this world knew. For had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I hath not seen, nor ear heard. Neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man save the spirit of a man which is in him? Even so the spirit of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. You do not know the mystery of God because you're trying to understand the mystery of God through your own wisdom. Your wisdom cannot learn it. Your wisdom cannot know it. The wisdom of this world cannot understand it. It is spiritually discerned. Now everybody wants to understand it. Everybody wants to to gain access into the hidden mysteries of God. Into the hidden wisdom of God. But they don't want to submit to God in order to understand it. There is no understanding of God until you submit to God, are baptized into God, are filled with God. You can't feed yourself with the carnal appetite of this world and expect to have spiritual mindedness. Oh, hallelujah. So everybody wants it, but nobody can have it unless they surrender to the will of God. You must understand that that the world will seek to try to create all kinds of ways that they can understand the things and the ways of the Spirit. Everybody wants to fly. That's why we have Superman. Is it a bird? Is it a plane? No. Superman. There's no such thing as a superman. But there is such a thing as a super God who was manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. you you got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, that, that you can fantasize and you can imagine all you want. And you can equip all of your little imaginations with all these superhero powers. And they can shoot spider webs out of their wrists. And they can, I don't know what else they can do. They can, I don't know. I'm not even going to go. I don't know. I don't know what all they can do. But I know they're doing everything you wish you could do. But man can't get there by himself. You can't imagine yourself there. You can't educate yourself there. You can't fantasize yourself there. You can't positive think yourself there. But I do want you to know that there is a way to understand the deep things of God. And there is a way to aviate the airways of His presence. Oh, hallelujah. I've come to preach to you about deep things. Deep things like forgiving, harsh betrayal. I'm come to preach to you about deep things. Deep things like having joy in the midst of sorrow. I've come to preach to you about deep things. Deep things like having peace in the middle of a storm. I've come to preach to you about deep things. Deep things like having the presence of heaven in the middle of your hell. I've come to preach to you about deep things today. Things you cannot attain unto. I'm talking about overcoming temptations. You've never been able to overcome you can't do it on your own but you can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth you hallelujah hallelujah man has looked at the birds for for years 
and thought to himself, how do they do it? What do they do? What is the science behind how they get those bodies up off of the ground effortlessly? And how can we do it? And you can't do it. You can try parasailing. That's not the same thing. You can try parachuting. That's not the same thing either. You can try hang gliding. Not the same thing. You can try jetpacks. Be careful with those. But it's not quite the same thing. You can even get in a 747 and you can build up just the right speed. But you don't have the same kind of thrust that the birds have. The birds have a different kind of thrust. They have a natural thrust. They thrust with their wings. There is, there is a God-given power in their wings. They are a demonstration. God gave them to us as a demonstration of how His Spirit can operate. There is power in their wings and they lift up all of the ground and then and, and the jet doesn't have that kind of power in its wings the jet has to manufacture that kind of power with with some kind of a, a jet engine or propeller engine and, and cannot duplicate what the bird has done simply by the free gift of God hear what I'm telling you you can manufacture all you want you can try to manipulate all you want you can try to manage all you want you can try to think yourself into all you want but you'll never be able to duplicate the ways of the Holy Ghost. What you need is not another man-made solution. What you need is not something else coming off the assembly line. What you need is an old-fashioned Holy Ghost genuine move of the Spirit of God. Hallelujah. I need you to hear me, Tree of Life Church. This is not built around personality. This is not built around some kind of a, a manipulation of mood through music and program. No, this is the Spirit of the Lord. These things cannot be done by might. They cannot be done by power. They can only be done by the Spirit of Almighty God. Hallelujah. We access the Spirit through prayer. We enter into His gates with thanksgiving. We enter into His courts with praise. We are thankful unto Him and bless His name. If there is anything in us that is not like Him, we repent of it and say, Lord, have your way in my life. I don't want anything in me quenching the moving of the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost can do things I cannot do. I could stand up behind this pulpit, hold a microphone, and yell and holler and perspire. But without the power of the Holy Ghost, that means nothing. I said that means nothing. I can say all the right stuff, but if there's not an anointing of the Holy Ghost, it does not matter what I say. Hallelujah. Come on, we can have all the right programs, and we can build a bigger building and a bigger building than that, and a builder bigger than both of them. But if we don't have the moving of the Holy Ghost, we have nothing. I didn't come to play church. I came to have a Holy Ghost revival. Don't replace it with your intellect. Don't try to replace it with your personality. Don't try to will your way into it. Let the Holy Ghost move. Let the Spirit of God have His way. Hallelujah. He'll put wings on you. I said He'll put wings on you. Glory to God. I think it's interesting that the fish and the fowl were created on the same day. Because God spoke to the waters and said, let the fish multiply. And on the very same day, he said, let the fowl multiply. Because when you go deep, when you come up, God will give you wings. 
See, when I, when I get up here and I tell you to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, I'm doing what the apostles did. Peter commanded them to be baptized in the name of the Lord. Paul said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we've not so much as heard whether there be any Holy Ghost. See, see they, had, they had heard about the Holy Ghost, but they didn't know that the Holy Ghost had yet fallen. And so he said, well, the man you're following, John said, if you believe on me, then you need to believe on him which comes after me whose shoes I'm not worthy to bear whose shoelaces I'm not worthy to loose he said I could baptize you with water under repentance but there's coming one after me who will give you wings and he'll baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire well hallelujah when you are baptized in Jesus name you are baptized into the deep things of God Hallelujah. I said you're baptized into the deep things of God. This is deep, ladies and gentlemen, to consider that he would blot out the handwriting of ordinances that were against us. Do you know what that means? That means eternally recorded are your sins, your transgressions, your iniquities, your violations of the law of God. There are dates attached to them. There are probably video recordings attached to them. There are times and places and people documentation ladies and gentlemen the odds are stacked against you but the deep things of God have to do with the fact that God in Christ blotted out the handwriting of ordinances that were against you that's deep That's deep. In other words, I mean, it used to be on the page. The handwritten ordinances. This isn't a digital glitch. They were on the page. Detailing why you should not be in heaven. And they were right and you were wrong. But they're not there. Because of the blood of Jesus Christ. That's deep. When you're baptized into the name of Jesus, that's what you entertain. That's what's applied to your life. And you come up out of that water. Ladies and gentlemen, you ought to come up out of that water expecting to receive the Holy Ghost right then and there. Hallelujah. I remember in the scriptures when Jesus came up out of that water, the Bible said the Holy Spirit descended in bodily form like a dove and rested on him and remained on him. I think it's interesting that when, that when Noah sent the dove out from the ark, hallelujah, the Bible said that the dove found no place to rest her foot. But when Jesus comes up out of the water, the dove finally found a place to rest her foot. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you're going to be baptized into Jesus Christ, the very next thing you need to know is a promise of God. You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. The Holy Ghost will descend on you. Sorry, I'm not going to pretty it up. I'm not going to try to make it make sense to people who don't believe. I'm not going to try to make it make sense to people who don't don't want to believe, I should say. I'm simply going to preach it like it is. And if you have a hungry heart, you'll believe what the word of the Lord says. And compassed about you right now is a great cloud of witnesses who can stand to testify. He brought me out of darkness and he placed me upon a rock to stay. And he touched my mind and he touched my body he healed me he healed my mind he healed my heart he healed my soul this thing wasn't done in a corner God is doing a new thing hallelujah And whether you like it or not, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. And they were all filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. And began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And this is that. 
which was spoken by the prophet Joel in the last days, saying, God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. I'll, I'll try to use analogies. I'll try to use illustrations. I'll try to use metaphors. I'll try to use parables. That's what Jesus did. But when people walk away and say, I don't believe it, that's on them. I'll live it. But when somebody walks away and says, no, it's just a, it's just a bunch of religious hogwash, that's on them. Don't you, don't, you, don't you mark this up to some fantasy. Don't you mark this up to something that, that, that is like other religions in the world that imagine deities. That's not what this is. This is the answer. This is the answer. This is the reconciliation. This is the power. Hallelujah. You shall be endued with power from on high. Hallelujah. And the power that comes from on high gives you wings. And all of a sudden, you're able to just, you're able to just like fly. Glory to God. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And you don't have to have a, you don't have to have a flight crew and a captain and a co-captain. And, and a first officer, and, and you don't have to have peanuts and pretzels and ginger ale. And you don't have to have an airport. Folks, it's expensive to do it man's way, and it isn't even done the right way. And it can't stay in flight. It has to go up and come down and hope there's no mechanical problems in the process. But, but, but what, the kind of wings I'm talking about, you can be standing right where you are. And when the pressures of the world become to collapse on you, you can just lift. You can just thrust. I said, God, I'll give you wings. Notice what the writer said. He said, give ear to my prayer, O God. Hide not yourself from my supplication. Attend unto me. Hear me. I mourn in my complaint. And I make a noise because of the voice of the enemy. Because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity upon me. And in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pained within me. The terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness, trembling are come up upon me and horror hath overwhelmed me and I said oh that I had wings like a dove oh that I had wings like a dove oh that I had wings like a dove for then would I fly away and would be at rest I'll tell you wherever you are give him a wave off Come on, enter into his gates with thanksgiving. Enter into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. When the co-worker's getting on your nerves. Come on, when the addiction is beginning to press in on you like it has at other times. Uh. that I had wings like a dove oh that I had the Holy Ghost oh my God oh I feel the Holy Ghost do you know do you know that Red Bull was sued because they would say, Red Bull gives you wings. And some guy was like, drinking it, and said, ain't got no wings yet. And they said, Red Bull would give me wings. He sued them and won. And if you drank a Red Bull from 2002 to 2014 or whenever, you could get $10. 
I'm just saying, that's a, that's a trip to Chick-fil-A. Come on now. You just visit www. No, I'm kidding. I don't know how to, I don't know how you get the 10 bucks. But it's false advertising. Red Bull doesn't give you wings, but Jesus gives you wings. That relationship not going to give you wings, but Jesus will give you wings. Come on, you can't smoke something to get wings, but Jesus will give you wings. Only Jesus can satisfy your soul. You ever see a bird give like a little warning flap? You get close and they'll just be like. Y'all need to get, y'all need to get, y'all need to get used to the warning flap. Somebody comes around, you need to give them a little warning flap. Hallelujah. Uh -uh. Don't mess with me today. I'll shout right now. I'll talk in tongues right now. Don't mess with me today. I'm dancing this off. Because I can lift up, I can thrust up out of these circumstances and enter into the presence of Almighty God. Come on, somebody, lift that praise to the Lord. Lift that praise to the Lord. Hallelujah. It's for everybody. It's not for a select few. It's for whosoever will. Let him come and drink of the waters of life freely. It's not for the privileged few, for the privileged and pedigreed. It's for anybody who believes. There have been those who've rejected it and the Lord said, Fine, go into the highways and the byways and just tell everybody. Every one of us have within us the ability to believe. The question is, what do you believe? Who do you believe? In Psalm 102, the writer said, I'm like, a, after describing his, his, his lamentation, he said, I'm like a pelican in the wilderness. I'm like an owl in the desert. I'm like a sparrow alone upon a housetop. He was describing his destitution and loneliness. And what's so sad about that is all of those creatures have wings. But none of them are using those wings to fly where they need to go. All of you have faith in you. All of you have belief in you. All God put it there. He has given unto every man the measure of faith. The question is, what are you doing with the faith God gave you? I'm asking you today simply to do this. Put your faith in Jesus Christ. Now to do that, you have to go extract your faith from everywhere else you've put it. So you need to go pull your faith out of that ungodly relationship and put it in Jesus. You need to pull your faith out of that idol, whoever it may be, and put it in Jesus. You need to pull that faith out. Some of you have faith in the disease the doctor just diagnosed you with. Some of you believe that disease can do what it says it can do because you've seen the thousand fall at your side and you've seen the ten thousand fall at your right hand. And so when the disease rises up in your body, and comes with evidence, facts, figures, statistics, and symptoms and says, I control your destiny and I'll put you six feet under. You have more faith in that word than you do this word. You've got to put your faith in Jesus. Oh, that I had wings like a dove. 
Somebody lift your hands to him right now. Could you do that in this place? Come on, that's it. Just love the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Give him praise. Somebody give him praise. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to hear me. Go ahead and stand with me. I'm coming to a close. Let's keep recording because I want everybody to hear this. Natalie Davy, pastor's daughter, amazing parents, this wonderful young lady. We gave her a scholarship from an organization that, 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 that granted her some funds for, for her advanced graduate degrees. She spoke at one of our events, and when she did, she gave an amazing story. She said, when I was young, she said, I was, at, I was diagnosed with a severe learning disability. She said, my parents were brought into conference and were told that I had this learning disability and that I would never be able to learn like the other children learned. And she said, it was, it was devastating to my parents because they had such high hopes for me. But she said, they prayed. They talked to each other. They talked to God. And ultimately, they decided that they would never tell me about my learning disability. So I grew up not knowing I couldn't learn. She graduated with a triple major in law, journalism, and political science. She's a, she's a successful lawyer now in, in, in Tampa, Florida and doing an amazing work and, and serving God and a, just a light in this world. And she said at the end of her speech, she said, you know, did you know that it is scientifically impossible for the bumblebee to fly? They cannot figure out how the bumblebee flies because its wings are too small and too lightweight and its body is too big for those little bitty wings to support it. But nobody told the bumblebee. That the bumblebee can't fly. Some of you have become convinced by bullies and by leaders who, who, who maybe failed in their quest to lead. And you've been convinced by symptoms in your body. And you've been convinced by doubt and depression in your mind of things that are not of God. I want you to know you've got wings. Use them for the right reasons. Don't be a pelican in the wilderness or an owl in the desert or a sparrow alone on a housetop complaining about how it's not going to work out for you. Oh, that you had wings like a dove. Oh, that the Holy Ghost would enrapture you and envelop you and give you new flight. In the name of Jesus, truth of God, counter every lie of the enemy being spoken into the minds of this people right now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, perfect love, cast out fear right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, Holy Ghost, have your way. Holy Ghost, have your way. Spirit of God, move upon the face of these waters and let there be light. If you're ready to fly again, I want you to come forward right now in the name of Jesus. I don't know what grounded you. I don't know what knocked you out of the air. I don't know what injured your wing. But if you're ready for the Holy Ghost to pick you up and take you into heights unknown, I want you to come forward right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. That's it. Hallelujah.
Hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Come on, that's it. God bless you in the name of the Lord. Come on, it's Sunday morning. It's, this is when we do this. Come on, it's time to do this. Don't you let this service pass you by without bringing your need to God and saying, God, I'm injured, I'm broken, and I need a touch of the Holy Ghost. Why would you wait this out? Why would you wait till this feeling passes? Why? Why would you wait and go back to the same struggle? Hallelujah. Come on, it's time. It's time. Holy Ghost, have your way. Holy Ghost, have your way. All across this building, just lift up your voice unto God and lift up your praise unto God right now. In the name of Jesus, the Spirit of the Lord wants to do something beautiful in this house. Hallelujah. Your will be done here as in heaven. Hallelujah. Spirit of God, fall fresh on us. We need your presence. Your kingdom come. Your will. Fresh. 